Jesus bright, she waits for the day of glory. What a joyful bliss! The burden of sin she exchanged for the wedding garment. Wonderful saving grace. Grace pure and bright. Wonderful spring. Grace flows from Jesus' wounds. And in this flood of grace from Golgotha, I have found salvation. The princes of angels marvel, and they can hardly understand that the Lord died for us. They desire to see what no eye has seen, what his love has earned for us. Grace so pure and bright, what a wonderful spring. Grace flows from Jesus' wounds. And in this flood of grace from Golgotha, I have found salvation. Let my grace be sufficient for you. The Lord said to Paul's earnest prayer. And grace became a firm defense for him, strong enough in all his troubles. Grace flows from Jesus' wounds, and in this flood of grace I have found salvation. When we pass through the pearly gates, it will be by grace alone. Faith and hope end. Love endures. Love through the Savior's grace. So pure and bright, what a wonderful spring. Hallelujah! Joyfully resounds our song. Faith brings victory in the Lord. Whether temptations be heavy, we shall have so much more grace. Victory in the Lord. Yes, complete victory. Hallelujah. I am free, for my faith is the victory. Praise and glory. Jesus is my all for me. Firmly I trust in the Lord. 
Gladly I stand on His word. Victory in the Lord. Peace now fills my heart. Joy instead of sin's pain. Victory in the Lord. Yes, complete victory. Hallelujah. I am free. My faith is the victory. Hallelujah. Jesus is my all for me. I declare my liberty with a consecrated, joyful mouth. Victory in the Lord. Though threatened by the enemy, I remain faithful even unto death. Victory to the Lord. When I have won and defeated the last enemy, victory in the Lord, victory in the Lord. My song will ring out in glory to Him for all eternity, victory in the Lord. Yes, complete victory. Hallelujah. I am free. For my faith is the victory. Hallelujah. Jesus is my all for me. To this broadcast, our biblical word reflection with Brother Frank, we welcome all brothers and sisters worldwide. We are grateful to God for the privilege God always gives us to hear God's revealed word. May the Holy Spirit lead Brother Frank this morning to tell us what God wants to say to the church. Before Brother Frank speaks to us, I read a word of introduction from 1 Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse 13. For this cause also, thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh also in you 
dead belief. Please, Brother Frank, I too would like to greet everyone very warmly and also pass on the greetings that have been given to me. We are so grateful to God that we can have this live broadcast, the transmissions, and all who are blessed rejoice that God's revealed word is accomplishing for what it was sent for. Whether it is Brother Müller from the Baltic Sea, whether it is all the brothers and sisters in Austria, in Switzerland, in all the neighboring countries, in the whole world, all send their greetings and all are intimately joined with us. And as we have read, Beloved brothers and sisters, you have not received the word that was proclaimed as the word of men coming from Brother Brenham or Brother Frank or from Brother Paul, but you have received and accepted the word that was proclaimed with your heart as God's holy word. And therein lies the blessing. Through the prophets in the Old Testament And then, through the Apostles, in the New Testament, God had said and written down everything that belongs to the plan of salvation. And for that, we are grateful. And as we all know, Brother Brenham, Just like Moses and the prophets was directly commissioned by the Lord God to put the last message, the revealed word, everything that is meant for this period of time and all the biblical teachings, everything a new upon the lampstand and to proclaim it for the church must be before the return of Jesus Christ. She must be exactly there and blessed 
just as she was in the beginning. God has promised to restore all things. So, whoever hears or reads Brother Brenham's sermons, God is speaking to them personally, and that is exactly how it is today. Whoever hears this sermon is being spoken to by the Lord God, not by Brother Frank. I have nothing to say. I am only passing on what God has already given us in His Word. And therefore, let me gratefully emphasize what was read in the word of introduction. I am grateful for you, beloved brothers and sisters, that you have received the word we have proclaimed, not as the word of men, but as the word of God. And the word will accomplish all that is written in it. And all the promises will find their fulfillment. That is also the big difference between all churches and all denominations. They preach what they have made up, a true messenger of God who has a divine calling does not represent any denomination. He represents only what God has said in His Word. And that is why we are heartily thankful to the Lord God that after 2,000 years he has caused the same words, the same teachings, everything to be proclaimed anew in the same way. And all who are of God hear God's word and are thankful for it. We read on. We read from Genesis 18. Genesis 18, verse 17. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Also to this, one can simply say that God revealed His counsel to His prophets. 
He could not keep secret from Abraham what he had decided in his plan of salvation. And for this we are thankful from the bottom of our hearts that the Lord God, especially through Abraham, let it be known from the beginning what would happen and we believe it with all our hearts and we may experience it. Please, we read from Genesis 18, verse 18, Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. We have already emphasized this in the past. No name has been mentioned so often in the Bible as Abraham. God really has from the beginning, and you can start with Genesis 12, and then continue how the Lord revealed His plan of salvation and also in the New Testament it is referred to again and again. But the most important thing is that He believed God And that is the most important thing. Abraham believed God and that was counted to him as righteousness. And we believe God. We believe what God promised Abraham that all nations should be blessed and they were blessed through Jesus Christ. For in the Great Commission it is written, Go into all the world and proclaim to all creation what God has prepared, the glorious gospel the divine message of salvation has been addressed to all nations and tongues from the beginning. Thanks be to the Lord for it. Please, we read from Amos 3, verse 7. Amos 3, Verse 7 Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants the prophets. 
Also this word is just so powerful. God does nothing unless he reveals his secret. God needs a mouth on earth through which he can speak. And that was the prophets in the Old Testament through whom he spoke personally and who only said what the Lord God told them. And that is why they could say Thus saith the Lord. This word also applies to our time, that God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. And we all know that Brother Brenham was a true promised prophet sent by God. And let me emphasize it clearly. When we read Mark chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3, then both scriptures namely Malachi 3, verse 1, and Isaiah 40, verse 3, are referred to the ministry of John the Baptist, and they are mentioned at the beginning, at the introduction of the New Testament. Why? Should not the Lord God now, when everything is coming to a conclusion, have kept his word? And as he himself promised in the Old Testament, Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. So, at the end of the day of salvation that we have arrived at, because thus it is written in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, now is the day of salvation, now is the acceptable time, but the day of the Lord will be a day of vengeance, a day of judgment. But before that day comes, the Lord wanted to send a prophet like Elijah. And imagine, even in Matthew 17, after the Lord had told the disciples, that John the Baptist came on the scene in the spirit and power of Elijah. The Lord re-emphasized the promise 
Elijah truly shall first come and restore all things. After the ministry of John the Baptist, who came in the spirit and power of Elijah, the Lord gives the promise for the future. Elijah truly shall first come and restore all things. We are heartily grateful to God for the clarity in His precious and holy word. This promise has been fulfilled in our time and all who are of God will see it, will hear it and will have part in what God is presently doing, namely that everything will be restored to its original state in the Church. To the Lord be the thanks for it. Please, we read from Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. And then shall the end come. So, first, preaching the divine message of salvation to all peoples and tongues. And this is precisely the most important point for the Church at this time. We can talk about everything, about the signs of the times, about the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. We can look to Jerusalem, what is going on there. We can look to Rome, what is going on there, where especially the new world order is being talked about. We can look to Russia, to Ukraine, we can look to all countries, and we can read Matthew 24 in its entirety where it is written about all these things, whether it's earthquakes, famines, costly times, pestilences, wars, everything is written. And we can cry out every time, today all these scriptures All these predictions are fulfilled before our eyes. We can call out to all, as our Lord has admonished, 
When you see all these things coming to pass, then lift up your heads, for you know that your redemption is drawing near. But the main thing is the proclamation of the divine message of salvation to the church of the living God and all who now have an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches will have part in what God is doing at present. And the Lord is really calling out of the overall church a bride, the bride of the Lamb. And here we have the divine fact that the Lamb of God was predestinated before the foundation of the world to die for us, to shed the blood of the new covenant, to give us forgiveness, reconciliation, grace, and more. And here we have the designation that we have received the adoption of sons. It is not only a redemption, a forgiveness that has happened, but there is a divine purpose connected with it from the beginning, namely that the fall of man is made good, that all the damage that has occurred is made good, and that is why Jesus Christ died. He took everything upon himself and gave us a new life by his grace. And I repeat, and destined us to be sons and daughters of God who will belong to him. Thanks be to our God for his plan of salvation with us. Please, we read from 2 Peter 3, 2 Peter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Also this word is precious like gold. The Lord has given the promise to go, to come again, to take us home. But he can only come again when the last one has heard the call 
and come in, and the number has become full. At the marriage supper, no chair will remain empty. All will sit down to celebrate the marriage supper. He has patience with us, with all families, because there are so many needs, even among the believers. Personal hardships, hardships in marriage, in the family, there are illnesses, there are trials everywhere, and the Lord is waiting for the last to be helped, the last to be called. Also all the young people who are destined to see the glory, they will also listen to the call of God. So the Lord is not slack with his promise, but he cannot fulfill it sooner until the last one has come in and the number is full. And then, then it happens that our Lord and Redeemer comes again to take us home. Please, we read from the book of Acts 3, verses 19 to 21. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Amen. We have already emphasized that everything must be restored to its original state. And brothers and sisters, this word is also addressed to us. May God grant grace that in the families that the Lord may look down upon us with favor And then we will all have to repent. We will bring our faults to the Lord. We will ask for forgiveness from each other and from the Lord, asking for forgiveness and among one another. It must now come to the point that in all families, in all fellowships, everywhere, 
that a divine harmony arises, that we are really all led to repentance, telling the Lord everything we have done that was not right before Him, asking forgiveness of one another, asking forgiveness from the Lord. Yes, that we create the atmosphere with God's help that is necessary so that the time of refreshing and the restoration of all that, what God has promised through the mouths of all the prophets, can also come true and happen. May all indifference be taken from us. May it be taken away from us that we place the blame on others. May we all be judged by ourselves and rededicate our lives to the Lord. May we all ask forgiveness of one another. And the Lord is rich in mercy and also in forgiveness. And it is still written, Call upon me and I will hear you and you shall praise me. But this request I have for all of you, Beloved brothers and sisters, do not accept the words as words of men and suggestions that are made, but we are told in the word, repent. We are told things in the word and we pass them on because we want all who hear God's word now to make their personal experiences of salvation and their preparation for the glorious day of the return of our Lord. Please, we read from John 14, John 14, from verse 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Blessed and praised be our Lord. 
We are children of promise, believing every promise the Lord has given us in His Word. And we are thankful that He has ordained us to have now part in what He is doing at present. Let me mention it very briefly that we, as the Church of Jesus Christ, are called out from all religious movements, out from all churches, called out from all denominations that have their own doctrines. Ye, my people, come out, for when the Lord returns, and this he has promised to us in this word, I go to prepare a place for you. Let me ask, it doesn't quite suit me, but let me ask, Did he go to prepare a place for the Baptists, to prepare a place for the Methodists, to prepare a place for the Lutherans, a place for the Presbyterians, a place, a place, or has he gone to prepare a place for the redeemed, for the pardoned ones, for those who belong to Him, for those who believe His word from the heart. In that case, He is speaking to His own. He has His people, His disciples before His eyes and says to them, I go to prepare a place for you. He does not say this in a sermon, in a synagogue. He does not say this when he is healing the sick somewhere and there is a mixed multitude. He says this to those who are now before him, to his disciples, who believe him, who follow him. Today he speaks to you, today he speaks to me. And again, I must emphasize the word of introduction. Please, do not take the sermon as the word of men but as the word of God and believe as the scripture says the Lord has gone to prepare a place for his own and he will come again to take his own home. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Please. We read from Hebrews 10, 
Hebrews 10, verse 23 to 25. Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. Also this precious word we have to take to heart, to love one another, not to talk over one another, to speak to one another, to pray with one another, not to miss our meetings, the more we see the day approaching, to live and be with one another out of love, so that we really, with full conviction, bear this in our hearts, just as I want to participate in the rapture, so I want my brother, my sister, my husband, my wife, my sons, my daughters, so I want everyone to participate in the rapture. Only then will we be able to pray for each other out of a fervent heart that we really appear before the Lord and say, without the brother, I do not want to be raptured. Without the sister, I don't want to be raptured. I want them all to be there. The love of God must fill us like this and we all know that love is the most important thing, whether we operate gifts, whether we carry out ministries. You all know what our Lord also says about this to those who boast that they have done this and that in His name. And the Lord must say to them, Depart from me, I know you not. The Lord wants to reveal the nature and life of Jesus Christ in every child of God. The same love that was in the Redeemer must be in the redeemed. Everything must now be restored to its original state. 
and the early church was one heart and one soul. They came together for prayer. The place was shaken. The Holy Spirit descended. The prophecy from the Old Testament was fulfilled. As the prophet Joel had said in advance, this is exactly how it must and will happen now that the church will be so intimately joined with the Lord and Savior that the Lord can send the latter rain, the final working of the Spirit, yes, giving the time of refreshing and give the consummation by His grace. I am thankful to the Lord God from the bottom of my heart that He has laid my ways from the very beginning that I, since 1955, when I have been for the first time in the meetings of Brother Brenham, I knew from the very first meeting and from what I witnessed there that this is a man sent from God. Brothers and sisters, accept, receive what God has promised. Accept and receive what God has to say to us through His Word. Let yourselves be corrected. Let yourselves be set right. Let yourselves be prepared for the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are thankful to the Lord that we can have these broadcasts. You all know, I have grown old in the last two and a half years. At 89, I can no longer travel, but God willing, I will be in Zurich on the 10th of July, as announced, and will also bear witness there to what God has done in our time. May all, whether in Europe, whether in Asia, whether in Africa, whether in the South or in the North, in the East or in the West, may especially all ministering brethren worldwide be blessed and all who belong to the Bride Church take every word seriously and experience their preparation, for we want to be ready, for thus it is written, those who were ready went in with him to the marriage supper, 
and the door was shut. This message will make it so that all of you who now believe God's word will experience your preparation and have part in the rapture. Be blessed with the blessing of Almighty God in Jesus' holy name. Amen. We stand up. Brother Borg will pray with us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that we have heard. Thy word does not return void, but it accomplishes in us who we have heard it this morning for what you have sent it for. Your word is spirit and life. We thank you for it. May the victory of Golgotha be made manifest among your people. Lord, we pray, save the lost, heal the sick, and set free the captives. Baptize all your people anew with spirit and fire. We thank you for this precious word we have heard and we continue to ask for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.